Hey friend, and welcome to the Lemonade Legacy Podcast. I am your host, Megan Richards, and I'm so pumped that you are here. If you are here, you're awesome. You're really awesome. And I wish I could like, I'm virtual, virtual hug right now, friend, virtual hug. I wish we could just like see each other and have coffee or tea or lunch or whatever you like to do. That would be so, so great. So great. But I am really thankful we get this opportunity. If you've never heard any of the Lemonade Legacy, let me just tell you real quick. It is all about encouraging other women, whether it's in business, in life, to take the lemons of life and to make sweet lemonade. We do that by pushing past fear, owning our story, sharing our message with clarity. And for a lot of us, we're building businesses or we're building our home or we're just growing and and loving life. So welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you? How are you doing? If no one's asked you this week, this day, this year, how are you? What you up to? What's your life looking like? What's your dreams, your visions, your goals? If you don't have any, it's okay. It's still early. You're good. <laughs> anyway, welcome. I am so pumped that you're here. Um, I'm just going to start out by saying this community is really cool. There's a lot of messages I get from people who are just like, hey, this is so encouraging. And that is the main point and goal of all of this is that you feel encouraged, inspired, and also that it gives you some real practical and strategic things that you can do to go build your business, to go live better in your life, um, to push past fear as I have had to do in my own life. So it's just really cool and really fun and really rewarding. And I'm really, really pumped that you're here today. So I'm going to dive right in and I am going to talk about a little bit of some things. (laughs) That sounds really candid, doesn't it? No, I'm going to talk about sharing your story. You guys know that if you listen to any amount of this podcast that I'm really huge about sharing your story. And I know that this is like a thing that people talk about sharing your story. You should just be you and authentic and genuine, but it's really hard to be that when you don't really know what you're supposed to be sharing and what part of your story and what part of it is, you know, what you're called to and some of it's messy and do I share the messy and some of it's just like, I want to forget that part. Do I share the part I want to forget? And I want to build my business and often, you know, authenticity and like, do I share that stuff? And so this episode is all about why you need to be sharing all the different facets of your story and how there are ways to share them without hurting people who maybe hurt you. And that's part of your story or, certain things you'd rather not relive, but like they can still be within your message without fully just shouting from the mountaintop, this is my laundry and it's really dirty. So there are ways that you can share your story without running people through the mud, without, you know, trudging up the stuff that you are called to leave behind and move forward and press towards your goals. The reality is this, I don't care whether you own a brick and mortar business. I don't care if you are in an MLM network marketing type business. I don't care if you're an online business guru, an influencer, if you're a pastor of a church, if you're a mom at at a state, you know, a stay-at-home mom, or you're a career person. You have a message that you share with the world. So whether or not you know that you're sharing a message with the world, I'm gonna tell you, friend, you are. And why we want to share a clear message has a lot to do with where we want to go and what kind of legacy we want to leave with our life and, and lead, not just leave like when we're gone, but lead also in our life now. And also helps us feel more content, helps us feel more belonged, belonged. That's not a word, just made it up. Helps us feel more belonged. (laughs) 
a sense of belonging, a sense of purpose. Because here's the reality. You and I can go to work every single day on whatever we do or wake up every morning in whatever our situation is, and we can hate it, or we can wake up every day no matter what our situation looks like, and we can choose to push past fear, to own it, to master it, to get it clear, and then to share it with the world so that they too can overcome. So that's what this is about, and that's what I want to talk about today. I want to start really talk specifically about your story and how that plays out, especially for you if you're listening and you're like, I have a business idea, but I'm scared to start on it, or I am currently in business and I'm actually pretty successful. Like I make money, you know, because that's how we always deem success is by money. But the reality is success is multifaceted and it isn't just money. Um, so there's that aspect. And if you're just like, hey, I think I have some dreams, I just like have no clue what my message is. So hopefully this episode will really encourage you, inspire you to go after what your longing is because we were all created. I was literally just having a conversation with um, a client that I'm coaching currently. And here's what I said. If you look outside at the world, I don't know what your belief system is that if you're listening to this, but like if you believe in a creator, if you believe in God, if you believe that something created what we look at, then you would see that if some of the things weren't strategically placed the way that they are. Like the water goes to a certain point and stops, like the mountains and the sun rises and falls. And if it was a little bit closer, it'd burn us up. And if it was a little further away, we'd freeze to death. Like these are all very specific creative design, right? That has been put into place. So essentially what happens is it was taken, it's taking chaos and bringing it to order. And so you and I, we were created as created beings. So you may be like, this is what I hear a lot from people. Well, I'm not creative, Okay, what does that mean? Creative doesn't just mean, I think we've boxed creativity. Creative doesn't just mean that you're a drawer or a painter or maybe you're a musician. Creative is in everything. I have another girl that I'm working with who actually is genius in organization and spreadsheets. And I was like, that's creative. That is creative. 100% you are creating in that place. You, What you are doing, what creative really means is you are bringing order to something that could otherwise be chaotic and in your own way and unique voice, which is why you and I could have similar giftings, but we could both still make money. We could both still have businesses. We could both still grow and change a lot of people's lives, different people's lives, because our stories are unique and different. And that's the whole point of like mastering your message. When I talk about mastering your message and for some people that sounds vague and they're like, well, what does it mean to master your message? And I thought my message was that I just sell this and do this. That's not your message. That is actually just the avenue or the assignment that's in front of you right now, which is awesome. So let's just say, for example, we'll take, I'll just use myself as an example. So in this season of my life, I see myself as a coach. I market myself sell myself, if you will, as a coach. Everyone's selling something. Let's just move past the stigmatism of sales. Everyone is selling something. There's nothing wrong with sales. You need to sell you because if you know that you have something really good to give to this world, then you sell it well because you know it's going to change people's lives. We're not about gimmicks. We're about selling the good stuff. So let's just say for me, I'm a coach. So I'm selling myself. I'm selling why I think I can help you do X, Y, and Z in your business or whatever that looks like. But my message, right, isn't that I'm a coach or I sell coaching. My message is deeper than that. My message is what I do and what I believe to be true coupled with what the result will be for you if you take part in coaching with me. So the reality is my assignment, which is coaching right now, could change. So in 10 years, my new assignment could be an author. 
So then now my message is still the same. I'm still wanting women to move past fear. I'm still wanting them to own their story and master their message. I'm still wanting them to understand there's room at the table for them. I'm still wanting them to walk in their business idea and execute on their goals strategically. So now the only difference is that message is still pretty much the same at the core, right? But my assignment changes. Now I'm an author. Or you might have multiple facets of what you do. So it's just coming to the understanding that what you do, so I'm calling that the assignment, like what you do right now is not necessarily what your message is. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck and they feel like, um, for example, if you sell a product, like maybe you're um, in Young Living or maybe you are um, in some other type of network marketing where you sell a product or fitness, where you sell weight loss or whatever it is. And you think my message is I help women lose weight or I give women oils that help them. Like that's super vague. Like I, that's not transferable. That's not the deep result of what people are getting from working with you. That's not really what you believe to be true. You're selling something else. So the whole point of that is that no matter what you're doing, if your message isn't really clear, you will see a difference in how much product you sell. You will see a difference in the service that you offer and whether people want it or not. Because when they look at you from first glance, especially now in our world, because let's be honest, we are very microwave generation. We are very hot pockets. Like we want everything like instantly. And so when we go on social media or things like that, literally, guys, I can't even remember exactly what it is, but it's something crazy. Like you have like two seconds or something crazy, which I'm like, two seconds is literally like one, two, like it's so fast. You literally have a couple of seconds for people to see what you have and they immediately decide whether or not. And I think that's almost subconsciously, seriously. I don't even know how you can think through that in two seconds, but they immediately decide whether or not they want to keep looking at your stuff, whether or not they understand what what you've got. And so that's why it's like super important that if you are selling something, if you're trying to sell something, if you're, hey, if you're on the cusp of an idea and you're trying to start a business, the first thing in my coaching that I walk through with people, like coaching and building a business is extremely exciting. And trust me, guys, I have failed at a lot of different business ideas. And I believe that it has all led me to one thing. So failing is is okay. It's not an opportunity to quit. It's an opportunity to keep moving forward. But because of those things, it's given me the opportunity to clarify what my message actually is. So all those different businesses or ideas or thoughts, even ones that didn't even make it to fruition, like I've had a lot, right? As an entrepreneur, you might have a lot of ideas, but the difference is if the message is not clear, when you go to sell that product, when you go to sell whatever, like you can sell anything. So it's not about, well, oh, maybe should I picked the wrong thing to sell or I picked the wrong network to be in or whatever, or the idea. It's not really that as much as it's like people don't aren't resonating. Like people aren't drawn to it. There's usually a reason why. They're not getting the clear picture. They don't really know what you have to offer. And so it's especially now in our generation with social media, this is why I say like if you're gonna get on there and you know like I'm going to speak to you as if you're selling something that you know is going to really help people. That's what I believe in. So if I'm selling something like my coaching and I know that it really will help you get to X, Y, and Z in your business, then I need to be saying that. And I need to be saying it over and over and over and over again. 
And if I say a bunch of other different things, then if you come on my page, you'll be like, well, what does she do? Who is she? What is, what? I don't understand. I'm confused. So does she do this or does she just love her cats or does she like love her dog or uh, does she paint sometimes on the weekends or is she selling um, jewelry? Like, so there's just like a bunch of different things and there is nothing wrong with having a page like that. If that's your life and you have social media for purposefully for just like sharing all the aspects of your life, that's great. That's not what this conversation is about. This conversation is about if you're really trying to use social media and all the aspects of you to grow your business, to start your business, to take yours to the next level, then you have to have a clear message of what people are getting when they come on to see you. They want to know out the gate and they're they're going to want to know quick because we don't want to wait around for anything. We want instant gratification. We don't want to like have to search. The brain like literally doesn't want to use any more calories. (laughs) Seriously. It wants to find the path of least resistance and it wants to know exactly. So that bared in mind, we have to make sure that we're really clear. If we are ultimately trying to sell something, build a business, grow, make money, get freedom, whatever your, your why is, you have to be super clear in what your message is. What does that look like from a social media standpoint? From a social media standpoint, that looks like just purposefully and intentionally picking some categories that you can actually talk about over and over again. How many of you would say like, oh my gosh, social media is so overwhelming. So basically what I do is I just don't do anything. Or I think it's dumb because it's just all about people's highlight reels and it's all about you know status and who's got the most followers and blah, 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 blah. It's just a show. Now, there are some of that that's out there, right? But you and I, if we're talking about entrepreneurship and business building, if I'm talking about because I genuinely want to help somebody reach their goals, if I'm talking about if you actually have a product that could really change somebody's life, you and I are looking at social media differently. We are looking at it as a way to really go and help our ideal client and to really put something in their hands that's going to change their life, right? So with that being said, we have to be super clear about what we're what we're saying because there are a lot of those other people that are out there just for show, for gimmick, don't really care. And they could have hundreds of thousands of followers, but if their message isn't clear or if they're just for show or they have a bunch of people, but none of those people are people that would actually buy from them, like it doesn't really matter. You and I getting on social media, like I could look at a girl who has 50,000 followers and I have, you know, 2,000 followers Who's to say that I can't make the same amount of money as 50,000 girl? Everyone seems to think that 50,000 girl has more money, has more whatever. The only thing that she has from a standpoint of view is like, oh, wow, you look at her account and you're like, whoa, how did she get to 50,000 followers? Oh, what is she doing? What is she selling? So it might, it might make you look. I'm not going to lie. It might make you look, right? But girl with 2,000 can be selling just as much online, can be offering her services just as much, could be making, if not more money, because here's the reality. You don't necessarily need 50,000 followers because most of those people aren't your target market. You just need like a thousand super fans. If y'all heard of that book by Pat Flynn, a thousand super fans, I'm reading it currently. Good, good, good. And that's the truth. And you may not even need a thousand. Just think about it. If you have a hundred people on your Instagram following, for example, imagine you might be like, oh, that's not a lot of people. Like, oh my gosh, that girl has even a thousand. How did she get to a thousand? That seems like a lot from a hundred. When I look at somebody who has 50,000, I'm like, oh my gosh, how did she get to 50,000? That seems like a lot from 2000 or whatever. You know what I'm talking about, but just think of it this way. Get some perspective. If you had 100 people sitting in your living room right now, 
I mean, I don't have a very big living room. So if I had a hundred people sitting in my living room right now and they were all listening to me. They all wanted to know what I had to say. They've all been following me because they apparently care about what I've got to put out there. If I had a hundred people, that'd be a lot of people. That'd be a lot of people to influence. That'd be a lot of people to share my story with. That'd be a lot of people to sell my product to. That'd be a lot of people to grow my business with. That'd be a lot of people to put as builders if you're in network marketing. That'd be a lot of people to coach. Couldn't even handle 100 people all at once. So all that to say, it doesn't matter necessarily what the number looks like. It doesn't matter what type of business you have. Clarifying your message is going to matter in how much you grow and how successful you are financially and how many people actually get what you're doing and want to share that with others. Here's a perfect example. Steve Jobs, who did Apple, when he first came out, I might butcher some of this, but let me just give you the Cliff Notes version that I remember. He, when he first started out and built, you know, Apple and the computer and stuff, right? He like they were, I think it was like in the newspaper, which you know we still have newspapers, but it's not as as it as it was then. But he had it in the newspaper, and in the newspaper, here's what he thought: he was like, everybody wants to know that this thing is like legit. There's all these fancy things in it, like it's going to be so legit. So he listed off all the fancy things, all the types of processors, and all these different things. And guess what? It was crickets. Because it wasn't clear to you and me. It wasn't clear to us who didn't know anything about processors and whatever. We had no idea what he was selling. Is he selling processors? Is he selling technology equipment? We didn't even know what technology was. Like, what is he selling? So when he revamped all that and he came out and he had that one-liner, and I don't even remember what it is, so I can't even, like, begin to tell you. But basically... In one sentence or so, it said exactly what we wanted as people. It said exactly what we needed as people. And that spoke to a very clear pain point in our lives. It's a very similar thing in our message. If you know what your people want and what your people need, you can speak clearly and directly to that. And it comes from your experience. It comes from knowing your ideal client. It comes from clarifying your message and owning your story. So that's the second part of this. Once you figure out what your gifting is and you're walking in or your business idea or you know what's going to change your world or the product that you're selling that's really changed your life or, you know, fill in the blanks with your story, even the brick and mortar that you're working at. Maybe you want to start gyms to for people to work out at. When you have a clear message, then what you do is, because here's the reality, there are other people who have dreams to start gyms. There are other people who want to sell Young Living products or who want to sell um, Beachbody is another really big one. Like, you know, these type of, you get it. I'm just using those as examples to get you thinking about what I'm talking about here. But there's lots of other people who have those dreams and visions too. So what makes you stand out? One, your message is really clear of what you're offering. And two, it's you. Because at the end of the day, the product is the same. Like that oil is the same as that person that's selling that same oil. Like that protein is probably pretty similar to that other protein they're selling. What people are ultimately buying is they're buying you. They're buying your personality. They're buying your experience. They're buying your results. They're buying your pain points. They're buying you. So when you're getting on here, that sounds really like selfish and like, oh, it's all about me. But the reality is it's it is about you to share with them the results and the clarity of your message of how you know 
this can ultimately be good for them too, just like it was for you. How you can help them, how I can help them get unstuck in figuring out what their business idea, how I can help them take the overwhelm out of creating a way to strategically plan out and execute on their on their business dreams. Like you and I have something to give no matter what entity it's through. So the assignment is could be ever changing, right? But the message of what you're doing and what you're called to might be pretty similar across the board, which is super encouraging because that means that you're not limited to a box of one type of thing. You're actually a living being person who was created to change certain aspects of the world, to change certain things in people's life, to be the answer to someone's problem. Like, so if you are, I don't know if you're a believer or not, but if you're a believer, for example, we see this in scripture a lot. Whenever there was a problem that arose and people prayed, okay, so let's think about this even in your own life. Maybe you're not a praying person, okay? But if you think of a time when something has happened, right, and you like, oh, I need this to be fixed, or if you pray about it, most of the time in what we see like in scripture, this is the relation that I'm going with, is that there was always a person that was sent as the answer. What am I saying? You are purpose and you were designed with purpose. You were designed to be a part of the creative design to take your gifting, even if like your gifting came from a pain, because most of the time, friend, a lot of what we're good at and a lot of what we end up helping people do came from probably a, a point of pain. So my husband, for example, um, has a website called Fitness for Back Pain, and that was Fitness is his jam. He went to school for it, like was a personal trainer for a long time, ran multiple gyms, like this was his thing. But for years, he has had a ruptured disc and has really, really been hard for him because he couldn't do a lot of the things he could do anymore. He was told he would never be able to do those things. He was told he would have to have surgery, all these things. And so he determined that I'm going to be the answer. Instead of like wallowing and going this way, I'm going to use this and I'm going to be the answer. And what happened? That became part of his message. And guess what else happened? He got freedom from his chronic pain. And now guess what? He gets to marry fitness, his passion with what his pain point was, was his ruptured disc. And now those two things beautifully married together. And he teaches other people how to get freedom from their chronic back pain through fitness. So it's really cool a lot of times that if you look at, reflect on your life, and if you stop kind of thinking of the things that maybe were pain points or problems or whatever, and you start thinking creatively about how you have learned, um, about how you can bring organization, <laughs> how you can bring order from chaos of certain situations, that might be a huge part of your message and your story. And then the assignment, that's okay. You can figure that out as you go. But the central thing is you got to clarify your message. And when it's clear, if you want to have engagement from social media, if you want to have engagement in your life and in everything that you're doing, if you want people to ask you about it, you've got to get really clear and you've got to have a strategy. And it doesn't need to be overwhelming. In fact, there's just like four categories, right, that – I would say and recommend that if you're on social media posting about your business or your story, that you would put them in these four categories to really get your message out there clearly. And that would be one, posting about something that is connecting to someone. So that would look like, what is it about my message that can connect with the people that I ideally want to bring in? 
So if it was like my husband had a ruptured disc, oh, that would be one of his things to connect with. The next one would be inspire. So an inspiration. Think of that as like your pep rally post. Like you want to encourage them that they can do it too. You want to inspire them. The next one would be to teach or to educate. And that is where you basically give them something that can they can actually do that's tangible in the moment to take away and to walk. So if my friend who does spreadsheets and is really good at organizations, she could give some tips on how to organize or how to do a spreadsheet for the person like me that needs a spreadsheet and doesn't know how to do it. And then that last one is promote or sales. So then in that that type of post or that type of engagement, you're going to pitch people. <laughs> Let's say pitch because that's what it is. You're going to pitch people or you're going to promote or you're going to say, hey, go grab this. And you're going to build your list to be able to sell something to them. Um, or you're going to sell your product at that point. Like So you, a culmination of repeating these four different categories, and here's the reality. It doesn't need to be complicated because what you're going to do is you're going to have these four categories, connect, inspire, promote, and teach, or sales and teach. And then you're just going to plug in your story into those different categories. That's it. It's not a magic like potion or some like secret sauce. It is literally you being you authentically showing up and 100% just resonating and relating to the people who you want to draw in. Here's the cool thing. It's not going to be for everybody. Everyone is not going to get your connection. Everyone's not going to be inspired by you. Everyone's not going to buy from you. And everyone's not going to really care what you have to teach. But it will be for someone and probably quite a few someones. And those are the people that you need to engage with. Those are the people that you need to be connecting with. Those are the people you need to inspire. Those are your people. That's your tribe. Those are the ones that will help you get to where you want to get financially and build your business. Those are also the people that you will impact to change their life. Because here's what we're about. Here's what I'm about. I always say there is room at the table, so pull up a chair. There's room at the table. I want everyone at the table to have, if you have a business idea and you want to execute on it and you feel stuck and you need help strategically and you need encouragement and finding your message, listen, there's room at the table. If you want to be a coach, I'll help you be a coach too. I don't I don't need to be the only coach. Like, no, you can be a coach because here's what I know. If you master your message and own your story, your coaching is going to be different than my coaching. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, community. It's about community over competition, and it is about literally teaching people how to get freedom in their life or to to do something they've never done or whatever. You fill in the blank with your idea to make their life easier, like my spreadsheet friend. Like This is what we're called to. We are called to bring order from what's chaos, to be creative in whatever way, and to really own our story. Because here's the last thing I want to leave you with. If you own your story, and master your message, even if you work a nine-to-five job. I'm going to tell you something, friend. You are going to be so fulfilled. We have a lot of people preaching this message of like, leave your nine-to-five. The nine-to-five work week sucks. Like, here's what I want to say to that. There are lots of truths about that. So if you feel called to start a business and you're staying in your nine-to-five, even though you feel like you need to leave, that's something different. But if you like your nine-to-five, like I know people who are like really amazing at what they do in their nine-to-five, whether they're accountants or they're, um, you know, city workers or whatever, and they really love what they do, right? Don't leave your nine-to-five. Just clarify your message. And own your story in your nine to five and talk about it because you don't know what will come out of that. Also, <laughs> and two, is you will grow in your nine to five because you are owning your story and your message is really clear. Because here's the thing if everybody quits their nine to five, guys, 
I don't think we realize if everybody quits their nine to five, our world would cease to exist in a, in a functionality as the way that it does now. So there, you are called, there are people who are called to go to the office and do the things they're called to do, right? Like, thankfully, we have somebody who knows accounting because I don't know how to do that. Thankfully, we have teachers because I'm not a homeschool mom. So all that to say, it doesn't matter what place that you're in. This works for people in online business. This works for people in brick and mortar businesses. This works for the dreamer. This works for the person in a nine to five. Clarify your message. You don't know where it will lead. You don't know the people you're going to impact. And we're all called to impact people. Okay. So all of that, I want to leave you with something to take away, something that you can do tangibly. Okay. I am going to put this in the notes portion of this episode, and it is going to be a free 30-day to content planning. It's really meant for social media, right? So it's the four things that I just told you about, but kind of like spread out. There's a couple little extras in there for fun, um, but it's 30 days. Now, I'm not saying that you're even on social media. I don't know what your life looks like. Most of us probably are, and if you're looking to grow it, this is a plan that I use as well. It's going to give you those categories and it kind of scrambles them all up. I don't know if you post every day. You don't necessarily need to post every day. It's just 30 days. It's to get you started. It's a 30-day little cheat sheet, right, that will have the different little things for each day with a little summary of what exactly you should post that day. Um, And that should help you plan a little better so you don't feel overwhelmed or like, what should I post today? Oh, my gosh, I don't know which part of my story to post about. It will kind of give you a prompt to know where to start. Then you have to fill in your story. I can't do that for you, but I can give you the plan that's worked for me, that's helped my um, stuff grow, that's helped me really own and feel more passionate about what I'm doing because I'm clear, I have clarified my message through it and I know what I'm going to be posting about. So I would just encourage you to master your message, figure out what that is, and then go ahead and grab this 30 day free, like, content planning cheat sheet to help you just take some of the guesswork out and see what happens. See how you do with it. Let me know. I'd really love to know how you do with it. You can message me on Instagram. You can find me. I'm just plain old Megan Richards on Instagram. Also on Facebook, I'm Megan Richards and um, obviously here on podcast. So it's so great that you're here. Go ahead and do some of that content planning. Get some posts out there. Share your story. Master your message. You're going to change the world with your stuff. Whether you've never heard that or not, I want to let you know today that you are able and you've got everything you need to do that. And I'm here to encourage you and to help you push past fear and to own your story, friend, to pull up a chair at the table and to go master your message because there's people, there's a whole world of people that are desperate for what you Because there's a whole world desperate for what you've got to give, for your message that needs you and needs your voice. So go do it, girl or guy, if you're listening <laughs> and crush it. You're going to do really big things. If this was helpful for you, please share it with someone you know that needs encouraging and that could really use this insight. And would you do me a favor and go rate and review this podcast? You can do it here on Anchor or you can also go over to Apple um, and just rate and review, leave something that's helpful because the more you do that, the more this gets in front of the people who need to hear it, who need to be encouraged, who need to know they've got big things to do too. So until next time, friends, thanks for joining me on The Lemonade Legacy. I love you. Bye.